0: I want to live, I want to give, I've been a miner for a heart of gold. This is Carl Zinsmeister with Sweet Charity, a series of stories about how private giving solves public problems, adapted from the Philanthropy Roundtable's Almanac of American Philanthropy, which is now available in a new compact edition. Fifty years from now, I expect that historians will look back at charter schools as the most consequential social invention of our generation. There are now 7,000 charter schools in the U.S., serving 3 million students and growing fast, and they are accomplishing things that many people said were impossible 20 years ago. In Washington, D.C., where almost half of all kids are now in charters, the high school graduation rate is 21 points higher among charter students. In New Orleans, charter schools have almost doubled the percentage of students meeting proficiency standards. In New York City, black and Latino students are twice as likely to do math on grade level if they go to a charter rather than a conventional school. Charters are not just a new coat of paint on public education, they really are different. They're different from conventional schools in hundreds of ways. Longer school days and school years, non-union teachers with a strong mission, distinctive learning approaches and lesson plans, and much more. And charters are also radically different from each other. Charter schools tend to specialize in reaching kids with particular needs and interests, so they operate in very specific ways. Some teach Latin and Mandarin. Others focused on character education for children from chaotic neighborhoods. There are charters that emphasize math and science, ones that teach the great books or place a special emphasis on music. Some charters combine classroom learning with deep internships and on-the-job experience. This variety is one of the crucial secrets of charter schools, because children don't all learn alike. To the contrary, children often learn in very different ways. A school that is perfect for one child can be a nightmare for another. One size fits all is a terrible way to do education. Unfortunately, our large conventional public schools tend to be one size fits all with a vengeance. Classes and curriculum are standardized. Teachers and principals can't vary the lessons or the structure of the day. Union rules dictate uniform classroom experiences. This is a prescription for failure for many children. The rise of charter schools, which tend to be smaller, more specialized, and particularly focused on underprivileged kids or students who have not been served well by conventional schools, has been a saving grace for many young Americans. To give you an example of how specialized and innovative charter schools have become, consider one that I visited last week. Located in Washington, D.C., it's called Monument Academy. The founders of this charter school zeroed in on one very particular population that has serious problems at home and bad experience with school. Most of the children enrolled here have been swept into foster care, protective services, or law enforcement. A fifth of them have been homeless. 100% come from families with poverty incomes. The typical student at Monument Academy has bounced through three prior schools and arrives at middle school with, on average, a third grade reading level. Now, there is a charter school carefully designed just for these highly disrupted kids. It aims not only to educate them, but to train them to understand and overcome their emotional and psychological baggage. Most dramatically, Monument is a weekday boarding school. The 5th through 8th grade students live right at the school, five nights a week. They go to their homes on weekends and during school vacations. In groups of 8 to 10, the students are assigned to live in apartments that have been created in a wing of the academy, where they are mentored and fed and put to bed and overseen family style by married house parents. This offers the children opportunities for personal growth and healthy life lessons far beyond what classroom teachers can provide. Many of these children have seen and experienced terrible things, and they need deep care. Monument comes much closer to offering what they crave than any other school could. Now, this is obviously not for every child. It is very expensive. It is a radical approach. But it serves a population who would otherwise drop out of school in most cases and become involved in crime and welfare and another generation of family problems. As the school founder explains here. A lot of money is currently spent on youth who are in the periphery of the foster care system. When I looked at the data for what might happen if they relinquish these kids to foster care, there were these terrible statistics like only two to 3% ever complete a four-year degree. They're twice as likely to drop out of high school as their peers. There are children who are desperate for the kind of alternative that Monument Academy offers. That dramatically different option is now available in DC thanks to the charter school movement and some dedicated social entrepreneurs and generous donors who got this unusual school up and running. And the philanthropists involved have also funded a program to study and share the school's results so that similar charter boarding schools might be created in other cities where there are children snarled in the foster care or legal systems who need a lifeline of their own. For Sweet Charity, this has been Carl Zinsmeister. And for more tales from the Almanac of American Philanthropy, which is now available in an updated compact edition, please find the book at Amazon.